back at it once again. Whoo, everybody, welcome back. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to your favorite podcast. We got a big episode today. So much to talk about. There was a spy balloon. Kyrie Irving asked for a trade. My Super Bowl prediction. And Netflix is trying to charge us when we share a password. So we're going to talk about that, plus comments, plus news and notes. But once again, welcome back to Am I, am I the only podcaster doing the podcast live? <laughs> doing the theme song live as usual. Welcome to Riffin' with Griffin. Live every week unless I have a guest. Ah, had some water. Welcome. Riffin' with Griffin. EricGriffin.com. Uh, thanks for being here, everybody. Thanks for subscribing. So please subscribe, share, like, hit the notifications so you know when I'm going live and all that kind of stuff. And as you know, if you know me, I'm Eric Griffin Gaming. I have videos on YouTube at Eric Griffin Gaming, but I'm live on Twitch most days. I'll be live on Twitch after this. If you want to support the show, you could be a subscriber on Twitch. You could be a, a YouTube member, or you can even join the Patreon if you just want to support uh, and and help me grow to keep keep doing the show really if you enjoy the show and what I do so I appreciate you guys for uh, being here every single week so thank you so much and oh uh, today's Tuesday so hey New York guess what New York New York New York coming your way to the Bell House February tenth this Friday in Brooklyn so please get your tickets now. Go to ericgriffin.com. You can go to my Instagram and go to the link there. And you can find the tickets at Bell House or just search for Bell House New York in Brooklyn. One night, one show. Come see me, y'all. Spread the word if you're in the New York area and I will be there. You know, I got to show these people that I can sell these tickets. So if you really want to come see me and you're in New York, come on. Let's make the push right now this week. See you there. See you there. All right, y'all, we're Brooklyn at. And uh, before we start that, let's do a little business. We got to do a little business. I want to thank the sponsor of our show, DoorDash, everybody. DoorDash. Get your favorite restaurant meals delivered from DoorDash so you can spend more time doing what you love. Get 50% off up to $20 value at zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code GRIFFIN. Also, a fantastic sponsor of the show is DraftKings, DraftKings Sports Book. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code RIFFIN. You hear me? Use code RIFFIN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code RIFFIN. Get a $5 bet at a Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. All right. What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? What's up, y'all? Hello, chat. Hello, everybody that's here live. Thank you for being here at another episode of Riffin' with Griffin. I want to thank everybody that comments all the time. Got some great comments on here. Uh, you know, let's see what we got here. 
Uh, Mario Jimenez, uh, he said, I worked with James Gunn on his first superhero movie, super super starring Rain Wilson. He was cool and fun to work with. It's awesome to see how he's revolutionized the comic and cinematic universe. So there's somebody that's a huge fan of the James Gunn. I talked about it last week. So thanks uh, for that. Um, uh, who's this one? Julio Roldan. I don't know if I'm saying your name right. I'm terrible with names. He says, "Great podcast. I'm I'm that that I am one that doesn't really like American football, but the way you explain it and speak on it, I oddly like it." <laughs> Weird comment, but I appreciate that. Thank you so much for that comment. Uh, let's see. Oh, then I have somebody just anti Eagles. Uh, Ernie Hildalgo. Eric, the Eagles are a really bad team with the easiest schedule all year. A hurt Mahomes will destroy the Eagles in the Super Bowl. It's going to be an absolute blowout, and it's going to be such a boring Super Bowl. That's what he thinks. Eh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. Um, John Aquarius uh, sent a message. I still think DC Warner Brothers is making a mistake. And I'm not crazy about any of their announcements. Ooh, that was something I talked about last week with all the DCs making their announcements about stuff. And plenty of other like, really great comics. I appreciate you guys commenting. Um, you know, you guys got weird names. You know, but uh, you know, it is what it is. Here's another Diana Williams. I truly appreciate your NFL talk. Keeps me cool with my grown sons. <laughs> I like that. That's cool. So anyways, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, you know, I guess I'm tipping something. If you watch Golden Hour, you know, you're going to – if you watch this and you watch Golden Hour. Oh, isn't that cool how the my shirt is like blue? So it's like – it looks like the stars are on my chest there. <laughs> anyways, um, thanks for everybody that listens too. So if you listen on whatever you listen on, thanks for listening to me every single week. I appreciate you and, you know, that that's very thoughtful. Actually, I should go look check out – those comments too. I have to, I'll do that next week. Look at some of those comments on the audio, and it also helps me out. You know, go go give me five stars and a comment on the audio, so more people listen to that. Helps with the algorithm and all that kind of stuff. Uh, appreciate you guys in the chat who are chatting live right now. Um, so thank you for being here. I appreciate you guys. Uh, yeah, somebody in the chat, Last of Us has been amazing. I know I've been watching Last of Us. I've been talking about it. It is pretty good. It's up and down, though. You know, it's up and down. Like, uh, But it, it very much reminds me of Walking Dead in the beginning years because it's like, you know, you're going to have one episode. You might meet some characters and you're like, oh, I really like that. And then the next episode, it's just more stuff to explain the overall, overall arc of the season. So some of that stuff might not be that exciting, but... You know, Pascal's a great actor. The girl's good. And it's just like they're really – they have good chemistry. So following the show is actually, is, you know, it's pretty good. You know you know what I mean? So, But it's up and downs, and we'll see how it all ends out in the, uh, in the end. You know what I mean? And, yeah, yeah, I agree with uh, whatever splashy – whatever, how you say the name. Drop a like, guys. Hit me with a like on this. Likes help. You like right now. It's going to – help YouTube go, oh, people like this, and then I'll tell more people, and then more people will come watch the show. Um, Yeah, so anyways, welcome back. I actually got a lot to talk about today. You know, I got a lot to talk about today, so let's just get right into it, all right? Let us get right into everything that I have to talk about today. So I just want to get to the, where is it? Oh, here we go. Right from the thumbnail, first thing I want to talk about right now is this big story about, uh, you know, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving asked for a trade from the from the Brooklyn Nets, y'all. Kyrie Irving gone. He's now with the Dallas Mavericks. So this is like a week old. It's been a lot of conversation and talk on first take on ESPN. Stephen A. Smith and Jay Williams. They had a big fight about this. They're, you know, Stephen A. Smith has been talking a lot about Kyrie Irving for like two, three years. Um, is he hard on Kyrie? I think he's I think he's been fair. In my opinion, Stephen A. Smith has been fair to Kyrie Irving. Because Kyrie Irving has been just like a roller coaster. Okay. It's a roller coaster. So when it's all said and done, the Nets experiment was a colossal failure. 
it was probably one of the biggest failures in NBA history in terms of putting a team together and seeing if they can win. Um, you know, up there with let's say let's just go seasons. So each one of these seasons was a failure for the Nets. So if you had to go by season, if I had to pick failure seasons in NBA history, I think that the Lakers team that has Shaq, Kobe, Carl Malone, and Gary Payton, they didn't win a championship, but that's that was the end of the Lakers dynasty of Kobe, Shaq. They should have got their stuff together, and I think that would have been a great championship to win. I wanted to see Carl Malone get a championship. Eventually, Gary Payton got one with uh, Miami, but it's just that was a big failure season. All right, I think that the first. Uh, Miami, LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. That that was a failure season. That was a big letdown. Great, Dallas won, but Miami lost that. You know, and then you got this, this, this Nets. Every single one of these things. So that was a big colossal failure. So you know, Kyrie Irving. He's had a tumultuous career, you know, going back to all the things that he's done. You know, when he was with Cleveland, he didn't want to be with LeBron anymore. And then he went to Boston, and then they were better without him. And then he was like, I'm coming back, and he didn't come back. They eventually traded him. You know, then you got the Nets, and then the Nets, you know, he he didn't want to play in the bubble. He didn't want to get vaccinated. He went to a party. He, uh, you know, didn't want to play because of some racial thing with with another player called him the n-word uh, you know and he was like i don't want to play he had, you know he went to his sister's party he he didn't want to play because of january 6th he uh, you know it's just then he he tweets out the anti-semitic movie you know it, Kyrie irving has just been a lot he, on top of that he's always injured so on top of all that stuff off the court stuff he's only played about he he's missed over 30 percent of all of his games he could have played with the Nets. It was a complete and utter failure. All right. What do I want to talk about with this? I'll tell you. There are three kinds of basketball. I'm going to talk about three particular types of fans. The first fan is a basketball fan, an NBA fan. Uh, These are usually older people. It's usually people who say things like, I like players to play the right way. They don't like a lot of player movement. Uh, they, you know, they want the the GM to be the one to trade people. You know, they want they want guys who want to stay in a city and be in a team for you know. They want competition. They want they want to they you want to see teams. You know, these kind of people didn't like when Kevin Durant went to Golden State. Uh, you know, these are the type of people that like like when players give up salaries so other people can get paid so the team can be good and the league can flourish. You have that kind of fan, right? The basketball fan, the NBA fan first. Then you have the team fan. You have the guy like, you know, you love your team. You don't care. Everybody else is trash unless they on your team. And when the guy that you've been trashing for years he finally comes to your team. You're like, yeah, I'm glad we have him. My team first. All you care about is your team. The last fan is the player fan, the Kyrie Irving fan. You're a fan of Kyrie Irving. You think he's been shafted. You love his movies. You love that he stands up for things. You love that he has a man of integrity. You love that he gives to charity. All right. So I'm going to talk about these three types of fans in, in, in terms of what's going on with this Kyrie Irving situation, all right? First thing, like I said, NBA. And then where are you guys in it? So if you had a pie chart and you had to pick three of these things, what is the percentage you are of these three types of fans? Let me know. Are you like 50% NBA fan, 10% Kyrie Irving fan, and then the rest 40% you are, you know, a, a fan of the team. Or what do you think your thing is? And, you know, let me know what you guys think of that. Or tell me the order of importance for you. Give me your thoughts. Okay, so I'm going to try to talk about it and try not to be biased. I, If I had to think of these things for me, my percentage, I'm more of an NBA fan overall. I'm one of those people. I'm an old head. I like play the right way. Defense wins championships. I'm not for all this player I don't like the, the the player empowerment 
to me, isn't necessarily what's best for the league. And these players, they're always talking about, and it's always the rich ones too, by the way. It's always dudes making 25 plus million dollars a year who say stuff like, I just want to do what's best for my family. Motherfucker, you making 25, 30 million dollars a year. You could live in Milwaukee, Minnesota, or whatever till you're 35, and then you could do whatever the rest you want to do with your life and your family with the hundred and so million dollars you have in the bank. But for the sake of the league, it's better that you are playing, that we have some competition, that there's competition, that players are fighting with each other and building rivalries and, and building, establishing that you are, this is my city, my team I'm playing for. I think that's better. That's just my opinion. That's just, I just think, you know, you could disagree and it's totally okay. You know what I mean? But I just feel like, you know, I don't like that LeBron James has gone all over the place and everything that he's done. I didn't like it. I didn't like when he went to Miami. I didn't like it. I think he should have stayed in Cleveland and tried to make it work. But in fairness to him, he gave him seven years when his contract was up. Then he decided to move. If you're going to do it, I like to, to me, you do it that way, right? But I like defense. I like uh, – I like the, when the league as a whole flourishes. So when I see this happen, when I, I didn't like any of it. Going back to Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma City and going to the Warriors, I've just been on the league. I really have. I think it's, it was a black mark on the league, in my opinion. Uh, you know, he goes over there, changes the balances of power. It looked like it was going to be this great rivalry of Oklahoma City and Golden State fighting to see who goes to the championship every year. We would have loved that. We would have loved it, okay? Ah, never happened. He goes to Golden State. You're talking about one of the top three best players in the league, right? Whatever team he would have went to, he would have been the best player. This argument that, oh, those championships count just as much, he was the best player. No matter where he would have gone, he would have been the best player. If Jordan would have went to the Celtics in the 80s, he would have been the best player. If Jordan would have went to the Lakers and played with Magic Worthy Kareem or whoever was still left when, uh, I don't know if Kareem was still playing at the time, he would have been the best player. If Jordan would have went to the Utah Jazz and played with Stockton and Malone, he would have been the best player. So what? That doesn't mean it makes it better. That's the reason to me makes it worse. You know what I mean? It makes it worse. But anyways, he went. He won his championships. He got a lot of flack. Once again, he had an issue with people he was working with. Like, he didn't like Russell Westbrook. They didn't work out. He moved. Uh, he, he won championships, but then it started to not work out. He moved. He got James Harden to leave Houston. Come. It didn't work out. James Harden moved. Now Kyrie Irving moved. You know, I already told you about all the Kyrie Irving stuff. I think all of this has been for the league sucks and I'm not a big I'm not as a biggest fan of the NBA anymore because of it like I literally stopped watching I don't watch it as much anymore the for two reasons the pandemic after the, when the pandemic I just pre-prioritized I used to have clipper tickets guys I love the clippers I used to go to clipper games all the time I literally have not watched the NBA at, that much at all this year because I just haven't been interested with the with the you know Kawhi Leonard coming in and out of the lineup people being hurt this load management uh, you know I just don't feel I don't feel good about the NBA right now I'm kind of like down on it so this in terms of this Kyrie Irving situation, as I look at it as a fan of the NBA, I'm a little down, so I don't like it. All right, number two fan, you're a fan of your team. All right, if you're a Nets fan, you were down. The dude was playing great. Kyrie Irving was 27-5 and whatever his stats are, it's only six or seven players in the league doing as good as he's doing. All that stuff that happened off the court, he was like, all right, I got to get my money. I got to get my bag. So he's been playing good, playing great, playing phenomenal. All, he's leading the league in all-star votes for guards in the East. That should tell you something right there about how great Kyrie Irving is playing and what people feel about him. So if you're a fan of the team, right now you hate him. If you're a Nets, you're like, man, why are you leaving us? But if you're a Dallas Maverick fan, you're like, bring it on. Bring it on. If you're a Dallas fan, and even if you're a fan of the NBA, and you're that's you like this, 
right? The NBA people too are like, oh, okay. Now we got Luca, got somebody to help him. Luca, he he he's got a lot of usage. He holds the ball a lot, but he tires out at the end of games. And in bat in series, he always later in the series he starts to like, oh, he's looking because he needs to get in better shape, in my opinion. But anyways, Kyrie Irving is going to come and help. We'll see how that looks. Kyrie Irving knows how to play with a superstar. He's done it twice now and shined, right? He could do it. So let's see. I don't even think it's Kyrie Irving that has to change his game. It's actually Luka Doncic that's got to change his name, change his game. He can't be dribbling the ball all the time and be like, you got to, you got to, first of all, you got a dude on the wing who's just as good as you and is more accomplished. The dude over here on the wing now got a championship, homie. He got a championship. Okay, so you pass him the ball and watch him go to work, too. So that's going to be interesting. Can they work? But if you're a Dallas Mavericks fan, you're like, yeah, this is great. Bring him on. We're in Texas. We don't care about vaccines. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going to be like, you, we love you, man. We support everything you did. We, you're our guy now. So if you're a Dallas Maverick fan, this has got to be a great day for you, a great week, because you got a dude that's going to help your guy. And let's all remember they were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Western Conference Finals. Crazy, right? Okay. So, what's next? Um, oh, now, let's talk about this. The last fan, you're a Kyrie Irving fan. Now, in fairness to Kyrie Irving, I'm not a fan of, like, all the antics. Like I say, I think it's, I, it's, I think it just doesn't shine well in the league. But if you are a Kyrie Irving fan, you love Kyrie Irving. You love Uncle Drew. You love that he's philanthropic. This guy gives a lot of money away, man. He he give, he's he tries to be thoughtful. He tries to like f- fight for the the small guy. You know his reasons why he didn't want to get vaccinated. I can respect that. You know, I thought some of the some of the rules were ridiculous, and it's turning out that he was right. Right? You know what I mean? It's turning out that. They made him. They 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 could have possibly made a mistake, and how they dealt with it is what I'm really saying. You know what I mean? So maybe you're with him on that. Uh, you love his game. If you're a Kyrie Irving fan, you're like this dude's great. You're like LeBron couldn't have won without Kyrie. You remember that he hit the shot to win the championship. You know. Uh, you, you know what I mean? They put him in the lead, and then LeBron's block shot sealed it. But you got to remember that this dude did it. Pow. And deed up uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry didn't score for the last four minutes of that game and turned the ball over a couple times. Kyrie Irving was on him. So you go, you're a Kyrie Irving fan. Some of his off-court stuff, you go, hey, man, it is what it is. He went to his sister's party. Who cares? You know, he didn't want to do that. It shouldn't be such a big deal. Even with this movie thing, you're just like, all right, he, he put that out. I don't. I, I believe him when he says he's not anti-Semitic. Maybe the other messages in the movie, he was like, I support that. And maybe he didn't realize how bad it was and how people were going to respond. And he's like, look, if it's so bad, why is it being offered? See, you're a person that's looking at that like, well, why is it on Amazon if it's so bad? Why aren't people getting on that guy, right? And then if you're a Kyrie Irving fan, you're like, why did they have all these ridiculous stipulations for him to come back? I didn't agree with none of that stuff. It shouldn't have been so hard for him to come back. And then now the seal of it is I'm actually on Kyrie Irving's side. Get your money. The dude's 30. This is going to be his last big contract, okay? Most likely this is going to be his last big contract. So he's like, yo, hey, Nets, give me a contract. And they're like, okay, we'll give you a contract. But they had all these ridiculous stipulations for him to get his money. He was like, all right. Bye, because I could just leave at the end of the year anyway. He's like, nah, let me go. I don't want to be with you. I don't even want to be here anymore. I don't like y'all. You don't like me. I'm out. This is it right there. So there it is. So if you're a fan of Kyrie Irving, all that stuff is in your, you know, in your stratosphere, and you're like, you know what? Let's go. We're we're with you, dude. So I think there's three or four different types of fans. Me, personally, like I said, I'm more of an NBA fan. I want to see the NBA shine and be good. I like competition. I like seeing teams. I don't like knowing that this is the one best team. And then, like, you know, because they just constructed in the offseason, they got all the best players, and now nobody can beat them. I don't like that. But I do like a team that builds up, drafts well. Maybe they get a trade or two, and here they are. And you're like, oh, wow, 
uh, here's this great team and everybody tries to beat them. I think that's great, you know? But it's just like what has been happening in the NBA right now, I don't like it. But if you're a fan of Dallas, and you, I, I feel you. You know, if you're a fan of Kyrie Irving, I also feel you. So it is what it is. Anyways, that's my Kyrie Irving talk. Didn't mean to go that long with it. I just love that stuff. Um, before we before we go on with that, let's now get a word from our great sponsors of the show, DoorDash. DoorDash. I use DoorDash. I love DoorDash because it don't. They don't just do. It's not just like getting food delivered. That's the great thing about it. It's not just getting food delivered. And once again, let me just say thank you to our sponsor, DoorDash. Um, you know, you know, you know, when you need to get groceries, you need to get like household items. That's what's great about these things too. Because sometimes you forget stuff, and you're like, oh man, I need like this, 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 and this because I'm trying to make something. Boom, you hit up DoorDash, or it's like all your favorite restaurants in the area. You, there's some great restaurants in the area that maybe you don't want to go out, or maybe you just want to, you're a homebody, or maybe you've been busy, or maybe you just, like I say, you just don't, you want to be in the comfort of your home, in front of your TV, you order some DoorDash, and it comes. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> dining hall food can only satisfy you so many cravings, y'all. So, for the nights you absolutely need some Chinese food or some mozzarella sticks from your favorite off-campus pizza joint, use DoorDash. Dash with zero delivery fees, exclusive items, and more than twenty-five thousand member-only offers nationwide. Get your Dash Pass by DoorDash. It has everything you need to make this semester memorable for all you back-to-school people, or save even more with five percent DoorDash credits back on pickup orders. Dash Pass for students gives you access to more than just your favorite restaurants, saving you grocery runs, convenience store trips, and even you know shopping for gifts. It's great. For a limited time, our listeners get 50% off and up to $20 value. Whoa, dude. Our listeners get 50% off and up to $20 value, up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code RIFFIN. That's R-I-F-F-I-N. That's 50% off and up to $20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code RIFFIN. Don't forget, that's Code Riffin for 50% off and up to $20 value and zero delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. DraftKings. Super Bowl is coming. I'm going to be using the app because I'm going to Vegas. I look, I go to Vegas every year for the Super Bowl, and I love it. Uh, DraftKings Sports, an official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 57, and it has all the Super Bowl action that you need. This is going to be such an outstanding game. I can't wait. I'm going to talk about it after this. But check the DraftKings Sports app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. and 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific to see what prop bets will be boosted. New customers can be just can bet just $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. You hear that? instantly so let's do it download the DraftKings sports app and use code riffin new customers can bet up to five dollars on super bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly only at DraftKings sportsbook with code riffin minimum age eligibility restrictions apply vote in, void in ohio see show notes for details anyways man had to take care of business there all right guys um again thanks for being here daddy gotta pay the bills all right, so let's go to now our Super Bowl preview. Super Bowl prediction, I'm saying. It's time. So at next, I come back on. The Super Bowl would have been done, and whatever's going to happen. So as you see from the chat, there's a lot of people that think, uh, oh, you know what? Let me put a poll up. A lot of people think that, some people think that you know, the Eagles are going to, the Eagles are going to do it, all right? So let's do this. I mean, I'm going to put a poll up in the chat. Super Bowl winner. Okay. Chiefs, let me spell it right, Chiefs, Eagles. What you got, y'all? What you got? So I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. I think these are two great teams. I think the Eagles are an all-time great team in terms of the talent that they have on the team, that offensive line, that defensive line, the secondary, the linebackers, and then they got this uh, talented quarterback. He can run. He can pass. He's a leader. People love him. The people, his teammates love him. So the Eagles look like 
a really daunting task for someone to beat. Now, leading up to this game, Jalen Hurst hasn't actually had the best games. But that happens. You know, you're getting your best from people. You're getting their best. Uh, you know, these are playoff teams. It's hard to make it to the Super Bowl. But he hasn't necessarily shown that he's top-flight quarterback yet. He just got a really top-flight team. But we'll see what happens. Then on the other side, you got Chiefs. You got this all-time great already. I think you could put Patrick Mahomes in the top five quarterbacks of all time already. Five straight AFC championships. This would be his third Super Bowl. He's got one win. This is a this you know he's probably going to be one hundred percent after getting two weeks off. This is an exciting game. The dude's spectacular. He's got a good team around him too. They don't necessarily have the same kind of pieces as the other side of the ball. Uh, you know the other team, especially on offense. You know he's got Travis Kelsey, and then he's got some man, some good players. So we'll see. What do I think is going to happen? What do I think is going to happen? Um, and yeah, like you say, you know, uh, well, you, you're not counting last year's games too. He's, you know, 16 and one this year as a starter, but you know, he also had some games last year, but anyways, and he lost in the playoffs last year. So, um, yeah, Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. I mean, he was in the, before he got hurt, he was going to be the MVP. He was, he was leading, leading MVP person was Jalen Hurst. So let me not act like I don't think he's great. I'm just saying he didn't have the, he hasn't had the greatest games yet in the playoffs. We'll see. And remember, that's kind of a knock on him from his Alabama days. Let's not forget that. But anyways, I think the Eagles are a better all around team. I didn't pick either one of these teams to go to the Super Bowl. I actually thought Cincinnati was going to go to the Super Bowl. And they were going to play the 49ers and Cincinnati was going to win. So I was completely wrong about that. So take everything I say with a grain of salt. <laughs> but I'll say this. I am, when I go and make my bet, I'm going to bet on the Chiefs. I'm going to bet on the Chiefs to cover, whatever that means. So, like, by the way, last year I won, but I bet on Cincinnati last year and they covered. I bet on Cincinnati to cover. Yes, and we're back. Man, the Eagles players sent a virus or something. <laughs> oh, man, I don't know what happened there, but lost connection. Uh, so that's weird. But anyways, sorry about that. That's what happens when you do stuff live. So I'm probably going to have to like download this episode and then re 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 upload it without that little little thing but anyways um we're here thanks for being here sorry for the that little delay right there um so i do think that it's gonna be the chiefs i think the chiefs are gonna win so that's what i feel about the super bowl i don't know what you guys think Sorry about that, guys. For the I had connection issues, and for the people that are listening, and there was like a weird pause, whatever it is like that. I'm gonna, I probably edit. You probably didn't even hear about it because I probably edited for the for the audio side, but the video side, it is what it is. <laughs> I think this video is still gonna be one complete video, but I, I think a lot. Of, oh, look at this. Let's look at the poll right now. Right now, it's 57% Chiefs, 43% Eagles. Mm. So I think the Chiefs are going to win. Um, for the people asking, let me say it again. I, I just feel like Patrick Mahomes is on a mission, and I think he's going to will his team to victory. I think he's going to spread that ball around because he's going to have to. I think he's going to use his legs. I think Travis Kelsey is going to just show up in big moments. I think that run game is going to do their job. And I just feel like uh, – and I think their defense is is pretty good. It's solid. They got a solid enough defense. I think they're going to force Jalen Hurst to, to pass. And then we'll see if that will be successful. But they got some great receivers over there. So Brown and uh, – what's his name? Uh, Smith. Is it Smith? What's that other guy? What's that other receiver's name on Eagles? I think it is Smith, right? So, anyways, they're two number one receivers over there. So, we'll see if the Chiefs can hold the run because uh, Eagles love to run. They run great, and they and Jalen Hurst anchors that. So, we'll, yeah, it is Smith. Devontae Smith. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, we'll see what happens with 
this Super Bowl game. Looks like it's almost even there, uh, cheap, you know, on the poll, on our YouTube poll. Super Bowl winner, 56. Looks like people are saying it's going to be Chiefs. So you guys agree with me then. A lot of, I think the majority of you are saying you think the Chiefs are going to win. Uh, but we'll see, man. We'll see. You know, I, I actually am not going to be surprised if that Eagles defense, which is an all time defense, holds up. You know, they had the third most sacks as a team in a season in, in NFL history. That's hard to do. So they're going to be going after him. And if you remember, I just want to point this out too. I think Patrick Mahomes is great. I think he's all-time great. I think he's already had a Hall of Fame career. But in that first Super Bowl, he only had one good quarter. Like, they were down 10, all right? And he, he, he got him back, but he wasn't playing all that great. And let's not forget how the Tampa Bay defense put it on them, man, with hurt offensive line. And he was running all over the place, and he couldn't get it done. So if you look at his numbers in his two previous Super Bowls, it's not great. I think that's on his mind, and he's going to come out and have a great Super Bowl. So I look for that, man. Look out for that, man. Um, all right. Let's let's keep moving on. Let us keep moving on. Um, I'll talk about that last. All right, let's talk about this now, guys. Netflix. We all got Netflix accounts. You know, we all got Netflix accounts. I don't know, but we all don't pay for our Netflix accounts. So apparently, Netflix is trying to crack down on password sharing. All right, that's their thing. Netflix has decided they're going to crack down on. um, And so, you know, what does that mean, though? Like, I'm wondering, you know, so apparently as I look at some of these articles, it's like they're going to work on they're going to make sure you're in the same household. Every time you log in, there's going to have to be some sort of pass, some kind of code that goes to your two factor authentication or they're just going to try to find a way to crack down on people sharing passwords. What do you guys think about that? You know, so like the question. So we ended that poll. I'm going to start a new poll for the the people that are here live. Um, if, if net, you know, Netflix cracks down, um, are you staying or going? If you don't, this is for people that don't have accounts or maybe you're, you know, if you don't have an account, you're using your parents' account or your roommates or your friend, uh, you're going to stay or go. Okay, that's what I want to know. You're going to stay or you're going to go. Um, you know, here's, I, I just want to, I want to show you guys something. I looked this up. So they have these, they have these like websites. So this one website, and they were talking about the Netflix key statistics. Netflix, now listen to when you hear this. Netflix generated billion in revenue in 2022. Let me say that again. Netflix generated $31.6 billion in revenue in 2026. And that's a 6.7 increase year on year. What? And you trying to get more money? What? Like, how much do they need? Like, how much do they need? $14 billion of this Netflix revenue was generated just in North America alone, its largest market. I don't even know what to say. Netflix has 220 million subscribers that's over a billion dollars a month in revenue do you hear that 220 million subscribers so that's paid subscribers worldwide and they're telling us hey stop sharing your pa-. even with the sharing of passwords 
With the sharing of passwords, Netflix is making $31.6 billion. I ain't trying to take money out of nobody's pocket. Okay. So I don't know who, and then, you know, who knows how much of that money is spent on making projects. So I get it. They, they, but that's what we want. That's what we're paying for. We're saying, hey, we're going to give you $31 billion. And we want you to make fantastic content and make a little money for yourself. That's what we're saying. So here's $31 billion from us. Please make some really great shows. Give us Stranger Things. Oh, it costs $20 million an episode? I don't give a fuck. You're making $31.6 billion. That's your choice. What you, you know, we're paying for content. So we want content. So if the profit you, what's the profit? What, how much money are they making? I don't know. Maybe they're saying we're not making enough for all the money we're spending. Then do better. I think the, the, the binging is a mistake. I think they need to stop that. I think Stranger Things should come out and you have to wait a week. Wait a week. And then each week, now you can watch two episodes, three episodes, four episodes, you know, so forth and so on. And then it lives there. But I don't think you should get it all at once. That's how you can like, that's where you should save money. Save money that way. Because then you don't have to worry about coming up with more content all the time. Because a lot of crap is on Netflix. Look, Let me tell you. Have you ever just perused Netflix and looked up a movie? You know, you see these movies and you go, what is this? The ones that get me are these cheesy ass television shows. Um, have you ever like just one of these comedies where and then you, you hear the it's like old school 80s crowd laughter because you don't even know if there's anybody even in there when they record it. Do better. That's all. $31 billion. It's like, how much money do they want to make? How much money do they want to make? Like, we're okay with waiting too, by the way. Every great show on HBO, we can't binge it. We wait. Succession, Last of Us, all the shows they have on there, we wait. Euphoria, whatever show they have on HBO, we're not over here like, when are they going to binge? No, we still, we've been paying $15 a month or whatever you pay for for HBO. We've been doing that for 25 years before Netflix even existed. We've been paying for HBO and it hasn't been an issue, I think. And as I'm looking at this poll, say 59% of the people are like, yeah, I would go. If you're not paying for Netflix, first of all, if you're not already paying for Netflix, why would you start? It's not cheap. Just go to that ad thing that they want to do. You know, they want to like make people buy, you know, uh, here's $6 a month, but you have to watch ads. That's fine. Cheap, you know, people that don't want to pay for premium and 4K and all that, have it tiered. I think this is a mistake. I think with these kind of numbers out there and you're, you're just like, wow, so this isn't enough. You know, you kind of go, who's mismanaging this money over at Netflix. Isn't that, that's what I think of when I see these numbers and it goes, Netflix has generated $31.6 billion a year. I'm like, that's not enough. So what are you doing with the money? Somebody needs to get fired or somebody needs to like figure out, Hey, let's put aside some profit so it's crazy man apple thank you apple tv makes you wait i'm out severance is great i like the servant i like c there's a, you know there's plenty of great shows on other networks that make you wait netflix make us wait we'll still be there it's actually gonna make it better because you can and the anticipation and you really get to know the characters and you're just like when you binge a show in three weeks you don't really I don't think you really take it in as much as you do when you when you have to wait and follow along. Game of Thrones, man. Uh, House of Dragons. They make you wait. Anyways. Netflix, you're making a mistake. Chill out on this, like making everybody pay because they won't. And then it's gonna be I would I can't I'm can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see them be like, oh, you can't share passwords, and then the viewership just drops because here's the thing. They're still going to make the same amount of money, I think. I think that they'll make the money, but then because they already have 220 million subscribers. So 
if they have 220 million subscribers, maybe they have 500 million people watching because people are sharing or whatever they're doing. So now it's just going to be less people are going to see their stuff. And then that's what generates people being like, oh, maybe I should get it. I don't know, man. I just, it's just, you know, let it, let us get like three people on our account. How about that? Make it part of the thing, you know? I don't know. But according to the poll, 56% of you say you're going to go. So a lot of you stay, you're going to stay. That even if you had to pay, you'd still, you'd pay, you'd love Netflix. I get it. I get it. So shout out to them. That's one of the major stories of the week. Um, last thing I want to talk about is, man, you know what, you know, what, 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 what was everybody talking about for like so long? It's this Chinese spy balloon. I don't know if it's a spy balloon. Was it a spy balloon? What do you, you know, I was watching, I was out in San Diego and I'm looking at it and Fox News came on and Hannity came on and man, he was going in. He just was like, what's going on? This is terrible. You know, just the way he was talking, I was like, the people listening to him must be like, if they're ill-informed people who don't know much about nothing, you hear this guy, you would think that we're on the brink of war or whatever it is, you know? I would like to think that they saw this, they knew what was going on, and why cause a panic? But there's like a push of like, you should have told everybody. It's like, okay, I, I just don't know where I stand on that. I don't know where you stand on it, but I don't know if if the people need to know everything, you know? It's like you kind of feel like you're like, here's our government officials. We're supposed to trust them to do the right thing, uh, you know, and, and when it comes to uh, espionage, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, should we know everything? Should there be like a news report? Uh, we're spying on China this week, and here's how we're doing it. Like, the whole idea of is that no one knows, right? This is ballsy, though. <laughs> If this, if this isn't a weather balloon and this was an actual spy balloon, like, damn. Talk about not giving a fuck. If, if, if this is the plan, they said, yeah, just, you know, put this balloon up and let it fly across and, and put it over Montana. <laughs> like, like they're not even trying now. They're not even trying. Like, like you, if you were writing a movie about a country spying on the United States, and you in the writer's room and somebody was like, oh, okay, they, here's what happened. They sent a balloon across the ocean and then the balloon floated across, uh, you know, and, and was taking pictures. You would be like, that's stupid. Come on, man. That wouldn't happen. That doesn't even make sense. Why would we let a balloon float across the entire, that's how you would, <laughs> that person would be like, people would be clowning that person in the writer's room. Like, y'all, man, check out Greg over here talking about like we would let a balloon float across the country and not do anything. Huh? <laughs> Who knows, man? Like, this is like, it's like, are you scared? That's what I want to know. Are you scared? Are you, are you like, are you a conspiracy theorist? Are you kind of person that's like, you see this thing and you go, oh, man. Is there something going on we don't know about? Or are you just kind of like living your life? You're on your TikToks. You're on your you're watching podcasts. You're going to movies. You're going to work. And you're just like, well, hopefully the government is doing right. You know, I don't know. I just don't know. Uh, you know, to me, it's like, I think, oh, I think any sort of like military action amongst superpowers would just be the worst possible thing that could possibly happen because right now we already have this global economy. China makes the shit, we buy the shit. You know, we 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 create entertainment and whatever and we ship that all over the world too. You know, we have a global economy. Travel, commerce, oil, everything that we share and everything that we sell, everything that it's like like what, what what's going to happen, you know? Is everyone going to get together and just be like, we need to go after them? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know how to feel. I don't know how you feel. Um, Yeah. I mean, the fact that there is something about me that just goes, here's the, 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 that glass half full part of me is like, oh, they saw it. They, they're in communication with them. This was, you know, an accident. Or the, even if it was some sort of attempt at whatever, I think behind the scenes 
they're talking about it. You know, you'd like to think that our people are on the phone with their people like, yo, bro, nice try with the balloon. What the fuck? You know, and they're like, well, my bad. <laughs> you know, and they're just like, we're spying on them. They're spying on us. But f- f- because we're supposed to, I guess. I, I don't know. You know, you look, you, 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 you know, you keep your enemies close, right? So I don't know how you guys felt about it. It was, uh, you know, it was really in the news, like, what the hell is that? And I'm still sort of like, I'm still just deciding how I feel about it. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it in the comments. Is this something we should be super worried about? Is it something you were just kind of like, ah, I think we caught them and it's, that's going to be the end of it? Or or they're going to have to be way better at it? Or I mean, what do you think? You know, are you paranoid or not? Where are you on the scale? You know? But anyways, guys... You know, riffing with Griffin, we hear every single week. Um, I, you know, I'm gonna keep doing the podcast. So, you know, as I, I, I appreciate you guys being here. So, like I say, please subscribe. You know, subscribe, share, all that stuff. Hit the likes, hit the notifications. I'm live sometime on Tuesday, depending on what I'm doing. Because I also I do the Golden Hour. Look out for Jen to Jen. We're coming back, Jen to Jen podcast. I'm on the Golden Hour. Check us out. We got Patreon episode comes out on Tuesdays, and, and most of the the free episodes comes out on Fridays. So check us out on there. I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitch daily, y'all. Twitch daily. I'm gonna get on Twitch after this. So make sure you guys come check me out there. You know, and if you want to be a Patreon member to support the show, you could do you could you could be a Twitch sub, Patreon member, YouTube member, any which way you want to support me like that. I totally appreciate it. Uh, totally, totally, totally. So y'all know what. To, and thanks for dealing with the technical difficulties today. That's just how it goes. You know, when you're doing it live and you have to trust the Internet at all times. You know what I mean? But anyways, you know what time it is. The rap recap. Give me some dap. You, you might get slapped when I recap. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, we got that spy balloon making us look like a buffoon. It's Looney Tune. But give me some room in Dallas, cause Kyrie coming. Uh, Netflix. To get that money, got, got, got. They already got the money, honey. Trying to treat me like a dummy. I got the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Patrick Holmes gonna be old. Uh, he gonna take a toll on that defense. Woo! Thanks for being here. In fear. Uh. Everybody, everybody, see you next week, everybody. Peace out. Love y'all. Thank you. Everyone, come in.